0: This is Teresa from Santosha Yoga. I'm Cindy Chase. And I'm Penny Carroll. Welcome
1: Welcome to Mindful Mindful Moments. Hi, everybody. Um, Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Um, Our episode today is going to be about meditation, a meditation practice, and all kinds of good information. So um, take a listen.
0: Hey there, this is Teresa from Santosha Yoga.
2: I'm Cindy Chase. And I'm Penny Carroll. Welcome Welcome to to Mindful Mindful Moments. moments. In this episode, we're introducing ourselves and the uh, reason we're doing this podcast. So thank you for joining us.
0: So prepping for this podcast... um, I realized that I could talk hours and hours and hours and hours about meditations, uh, med- what kind of meditations, the benefit of meditations, why we all should be meditating, why we aren't all meditating. Um,
2: it's like an oxymoron. Like yes. You could talk for hours about being quiet.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> but we can't be quiet for 10 minutes.
0: That's ironic because in my classes this week, I did some quotes and readings by Charlie Chaplin, who is, was a silent movie star. And it's like, did and these, the wisdom, I mean, some of the quotes, um, I think the, the name of the reading was What I Learned About Myself or What I Love About Myself. And what was interesting is that this man of silence had such this deep wisdom, but did the wisdom come from the silence? I know that is so deep. <laughs> That's so deep. Oh my god. So, okay, let's let's play with this first. What? Why should we all be meditating? What are the benefits of meditation?
1: Oh, I have a list here. Go for 38 it. Thirty-eight things. This is just just thirty. Just well, there's this is the short. I did a condensed list oh. here. <laughs> um, can help decrease depression, um, anxiety. Um, it can help with um, stress. It can reduce symptoms of uh, panic disorder. It helps to increase gray matter concentration in your brain, that one right there, I mean don't we all want more gray matter, Um, improves your psychomotor vigilance, focus attention abilities, can help manage ADD, it helps with pain relief, um, helps learning, memory, self-awareness, improves your mood, you can allocate brain resources better, you can kind of compartmentalize things, can reduce blood pressure, heart disease and stroke, Fosters creativity. I'm not doing all of these. That would people would be tired of that. Um, meditation can make <laughs> you live longer. Yes, it can. There how you does, go. You know what? Okay.
0: How all these things that you just mm-hmm. listed, I agree with. Mm-hmm. But how does meditation work? Why does meditation help us with all these things? Or what are all these benefits?
2: It
1: rewires your brain. How? It Creates new neural pathways. Right.
0: Okay. What are neural pathways?
1: The way
2: your brain works. Okay when it reaches into one lobe or one lateral side of your brain, um, when you're having thoughts like all of our incessant me, 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 thoughts are in the frontal lobe. And then after you practice meditation for a while, you learn to kind of hush those thoughts um, that are really kind of centered around me, 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 me. Mm -hmm. And you're having more experiential. um, In my case, I focus a lot on my breath or my body when I'm in the middle of meditation. So then I'm having an experience rather than a me, 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 me. And so now I'm rewiring my brain from being in that one part mm-hmm. all the time to now being in another part. That doesn't mean that I'm no longer in the me, me, me. I've just learned how to flip a switch and to move into a different part of my brain. Good. To, it, meditation teaches us to
0: process things in a healthier, different way. Mm-hmm. So we all have stuff going on in our lives, and the stuff is not going to stop but meditation for me helps me learn to let it roll off my back to make me understand that what I thought was a, um, you know, a mountain was not a mountain. It was just a molehill. Yeah. And we do that by the different kinds of meditation. And again, like, as Penny said, like we're, we're definitely rewiring the brain. We're, we're, we're teaching it just like we, we create the muscles in, in our yoga practice we're creating, we're engaging the muscles in our mind. Yeah. So.
1: Um, I heard a um, long time ago, before I even started meditating, it's the um, space between um, stimulus and response. So it gives you that little bit of distance. Um, I know that I realized it, probably after I've been meditating for about six months, how I didn't become so emotional instantaneously. And again, like Penny said, it's rewiring. You know, it's like not going, it's all about me and oh, me, me. It's kind of like, nope, this is an experience just going to have this experience and just take a breath and, you know, let it move through. So, yeah, absolutely.
0: There's, we when we think of meditation, we think of the more traditional, the person on the, you know, the front page of the yoga magazine, they're sitting very upright and they've got, you know, their hands in a mudra and, you know, and that's how we typically think of meditation. Which, yeah, it is. But there are other there's other things that we can bring into our lives that we can create that calmness, that refocusing, that aren't that type of formal meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, taking a walk in nature, mm-hmm. uh, walking on the beach. Uh, runners talk about getting that runner's high. Mm-hmm. You know, it, and and you're when you're in meditation, you're focused pretty much on one thing when you're running, you're focused on one Mm -hmm. thing. People that do artists, artists playing a musical instrument. Um, people tell me, um, I don't, I don't, I'm not in this world with these people, but they tell me that weeding in their garden (laughs) brings them contentment and peace again, because they're focused on one thing. They step back from the garden They go, Oh my gosh, look what I did. Mm -hmm. So it, it, you know, Is there formal meditation? Yeah, but there's all different kinds of things where we can experience that, that calmness of the mind.
2: And in that meditative moment that maybe you're not sitting upright, but you're in the garden weeding, weeding or doing something else, um, some people experience it as flow, like being in the mm-hmm. flow of the moment. Mm-hmm. Like when you're laughing really hard with all your friends and um, there's really nothing else going on in the world. You're in that flow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all of those things, weeding and running... You're just present. You're just very, very, very present, which is what our formal meditation mm-hmm. is really gearing mm-hmm. us yeah. toward. Yeah.
0: Years ago, I read um, this little story about Ram Das, and he said he was doing a talk about meditation, and in the audience were, you know, yoga-looking people, you know, you know, kind of hippie-ish, and we're going back, I think, in the 70s. So your typical yoga-ish-looking group And he said there was one little gal in the audience that looked like, you know, she had the sensible shoes on and her little hat and her little brooch and she looked like she was someone's grandma and she was, she was knitting or crocheting one of the two. And he's talking and he says as he's talking, he's keeping an eye on her and she's nodding, you know, as you nod in agreement when you're listening to someone. And then after class, he approached her. He said, you know, you don't look like the typical person here. but. Everything I was talking about, you nodded in agreement. She goes, yes. She goes, I know exactly what you're talking about
1: with meditation. He says, why? And she goes, oh, because I crochet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. It's that single-pointed focus yeah. When you can um, just allow yourself to direct, you know, away from the me and just be in the present, you know, that okay. type of thing. Yeah.
2: So when we can recognize it in our um, inf- informal meditations that are happening in mm-hmm. our life, because everybody probably has... Some, some moment, mm-hmm. or maybe it's just a glimpse of being in that flow or being in that meditative mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Once we can recognize that, then it shouldn't be so scary to get into a formal practice, right? Good
0: point. Good point.
2: Yeah. So. But why is it so scary to get into a formal practice? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, so many times we'll have new students come in and we'll be like, okay, we're going to take a few minutes to be quiet. And that can be the most terrifying <laughs> part of the class, not learning new poses or anything like that. Just <laughs> yeah, right. that. Formal five minutes of being yeah. quiet with yeah. your, you know, and trying to practice. Yeah.
0: Because you're alone with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to be alone with our thoughts. Because no. for a lot of us, the thoughts are terrifying. Mm-hmm. I might probably my actually the friend that talked me into taking teacher training a hundred years ago. She would go into meditation and instantly start to cry.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, just sobbing. And it's like, what is up with that? She goes, I'm terrified to be alone with my thoughts.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, heavy. Yeah,
1: Yeah. there's a, I mean, you know, we spend so much time with screens and, you know, all the things that we do, our jobs, our kids, and we're so distracted. We, 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 as we distract ourselves intentionally, so we don't have to sit with our thoughts. I mean, it, it's, it's really crazy. Um, I've had people in meditation class, and they they're terrified when they walk in. Mm-hmm. They're just like, I, I don't I don't know what to expect. And I said, Well, nobody's going to hurt you. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, we're just going to sit. We're going to talk about it and explain. And once we start explaining the things, like we'll do a little bit more deep more in detail on the podcast, they start to relax a little bit. They start to go, Oh, so it's not just sitting and oming or you know whatever. I'm like, No, you know, it's all kinds of different things.
2: And, and so many people think. I can't. I can't get the thoughts in my head to stop. Mm-hmm. Oh well, guess what? <laughs> they never will. No, they never will.
1: No, no. Loving kindness. Be nice to yourself. Right. My meditation teacher says
0: that the and again, when I was first taught meditation, it was and we'll talk about my, my, um, the style of meditation I do in a bit, but it was much more structured and there was rules you had to follow and don't scratch your nose and don't wiggle your butt and you got to do this and you got to sit upright. And then I realized, you know what, that wasn't working for me. In mm-hmm. fact, it was making me more stressed. So I quit. Good. But my current meditation teacher said that when you think, when you when those thoughts, not if, but when those thoughts bubble up, that's stress leaving your body.
2: Oh, nice way to think about it.
0: And it was like it was like the bubbles, you know, you you blow the bubbles for the babies, and what each time a bubble popped, that was a thought. That mm-hmm. was stress leaving the body. And it was like, when she said that, I was like it was like a 100 pounds was lifted mm-hmm. from my shoulder because you sh- you need to be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to be patient to yourself in meditation. Every time you sit, it's going to be different. You're gonna have a different experience. Cindy, Penny, Teresa, we're all gonna experience it differently each day. I've been in groups where people have said, oh my gosh, I felt like I was levitating and I could see that my chakras align." <laughs> And I'm going, wow.
2: And I mean to laugh I just don't usually have that experience. Well, I, Neither
0: do I. I don't have an experience. And that's and for a while I was like, what am I doing yeah, wrong? Because yeah. I can't did you not did you not feel that aura and the rainbows? And it's like, no, I don't know what you're smoking, but no I didn't. And then I realized, oh my gosh, that's
1: their experience. Yeah.
0: And bless their hearts. This is my experience. And what works for them may not work
1: right and that's the nice thing about there being so many different types of meditation is that Mm -hmm. you know try lots of them you'll find something that resonates Mm -hmm. with you and something that you feel that you can stick with that works Mm -hmm. for your schedule and your time the different styles of meditation we touched briefly on just the um, formal seated you know the quiet you sit up you know sit up tall that type of thing um, there's Teresa mentioned uh, running uh, walking can be a meditation there's a specific walking meditation where you walk like a labyrinth or some sort of maze and it's very purposeful one step at a time heel-toe you know again present moment you're paying attention um, Thich Han, Hanh um, this little Vietnamese monk who's just a beautiful person he does a tea meditation where you can literally take one hour to drink a cup of tea. I mean, going from the, t- the start of the the water in the pot the boiling the you know the leaves the whole kit and caboodle um
2: i gotta say that's pretty much how i start my
1: day but mine's with coffee <laughs>
2: from the making of the coffee yeah. to you know the scoops in, to the water in, the, yep. listening the smell. to it yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: holding the cup in my hands yeah. for as long as humanly really possible <laughs> before i have to go to work yeah <laughs> i do the same thing but i do it with my tea and it's just you know the leaves and what flavor do i want today and just make a whole thing out of it um Japa Mala meditation, which um, if anybody's consistent with it, um, uh, Mala beads, the long 108 strand of beads that we have that a lot of um, yogi people use, and um, what they are is use a mantra. One bead at a time, use your fingers, you pull it down, you focus. Um, That's one style, another style. Journaling. Journal oh yep. Oh, is right.
0: good. Random and just just write. Just let put the pen to let paper it, and just go. let it go. Mm-hmm. Let
1: it go. Um coloring, mandalas, things like that. Yeah. Teresa's a big fan of color. No, that's not my cup of tea. Because <laughs> <laughs> I never call color within the lines. I know, I know. If that's okay, you don't have to.
0: I don't. Um,
1: Tritaka, which is candle gazing meditation, mm-hmm. which is another one. <clears throat> Again, some people really like that and some mm-hmm. people find it very distracting mm-hmm. to do that. Um, Transcendental Meditation,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is another style. Um, I just, there's all kinds of things. So all of these are really kind of giving you a
2: point of focus. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. the point of focus is just kind of different in each yes. one. Yes. So if I didn't like any of those, it might be petting my dog. Yes. So, sure. Yes. That's bringing me into the moment and very... Mm-hmm. Yeah folding, over, yeah. yeah folding the laundry mm-hmm. which i happen to that like that's not but... <laughs> that's not my house no. that's... <laughs> or, or
0: breathing i mean yeah, there's just breath
1: meditation breath
0: breath work breath meditation i mean there's you know we're gonna um put some meditations on the podcast in a little bit but there's one of the the ones that i did and, and it's a very simple calming breath you just mm-hmm. inhale for six hold for six and exhale for six Because what the breathing does is what meditation does It helps relax the nervous system. It helps you just kind to, you know, soften the muscles, soften the stress in your body.
2: And I know in the yoga studio, um, most of the time, especially with the beginners, we will introduce meditation in that way to focus on the breath Mm -hmm. because it's one of the easiest things that... We can focus on and we know that everybody brings a breath in with them <laughs> yes we do we know that for sure so that just gives them that something to focus mm-hmm. on breath in breath mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. even if they have to count them which is just another focus mm-hmm. um yeah to be able no, to do the, that breath the, meditation it's a really good place to start with <laughs> a
1: meditation yes passes. i agree it's very easy and like you said you bring your breath with you wherever you go we
0: offer a, a free meditation class here at santosha twice a month on the first friday night of the month at 7 30 it's with cindy on the third Sunday night of the month at six o'clock, it's with me, Teresa. and usually I, I tell the students at the end of the class, that all anybody can come, all levels, experienced newbies, fallen off the wagon, it's all good. But I, I, I tell them at the end of the classes, if all you learned or took home from this class tonight was how to calm your breath and breathe, you made progress, that's mm-hmm. a benefit. So yeah, breathing is important too. So what's the difference between, because right now you hear a lot of buzzword about mindfulness. What's the difference between mindfulness and meditation? Well, there is a mindfulness meditation. Correct. Correct. From what I understand, mindfulness is more of concentrating on your breath, concentrating on something that you're doing. So mindfulness is a form of meditation, is from what I'm understanding. Are Mm -hmm. you guys agreeing with me? Oh, yeah. That's
2: basically... um, what my meditation practice entails. Okay. Uh, mindfulness-based, mm-hmm. whether it's mindfulness-based stress reduction or just being mindful. And I and when you are learning this sort of meditation, it is starting with the breath, again, because it's one of the easiest things to start with. Mm-hmm. And then you get a little deeper into first the breath, and you can um, zoom out to the sounds around you, the sounds in you, and then back into your skin. So there's sort of a pathway through that. And then basically it's just bringing... Yourself into full awareness as a practice so that when you're out in the grocery store line or in your car mm-hmm. or with your family, you can be fully aware of what's going on then to less distracted. Mm-hmm. I like that you said yeah. we're so distracted right it's now. So mindfulness really does help us be in the moment a little bit more, and that's where we're going with the practice. Okay, We're using it simply to frame our awareness in this very moment.
1: So does a mindfulness, meditation practice start with guided. Is that is it guided or no?
2: It's just mostly focusing on your breath. Okay. First. Okay. Breathing in, breathing out. What it's doing with your body, feeling it at the tip of your nose, mm-hmm. and then maybe a little more difficult, um, feeling it right before it enters your nose and right right after it leaves your nose, which oh. is kind of an interesting practice. Okay.
1: okay. Is are there books and things that can help teach you? Mind? Yes. Uh,
2: <laughs> good. Good point. So I would totally recommend if somebody was just interested in mindfulness-based Stress reduction. Um, Stress reduction, Mm -hmm. John Kabat Zinn and any of his books. And then, of course, Jack Kornfield. um, He's way into mindfulness. That's the sort of meditation he teaches. And you can find um, guided meditations out there based on that. But most of the the guiding is going to be focused on the breath, Mm -hmm. the sounds, the body again.
1: Oh, okay. And there are
0: groups, there are groups in our area. I think there's one group in Rochester that they can, they're like, you can get a formal teaching for the, for the mindfulness-based stress reduction. Okay. I want to say the others want to, and actually I ended up buying an online program of, to teach myself how to do it. And then found out that, yeah, that wasn't good for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, Penny shared with us that you use the Mm mindfulness-based for all the years that I've been meditating. Um, I've struggled, I'll admit it. I've, it's something never just fit. I would balance, you know, I, I do my chakras, I do this, I buy this online course, I buy that line. I have the mindfulness, I actually I just forgot until you said it, that I bought that course.
2: Right. But it's what works for me. And I've tried some other Bingo. things too. And I think that that's, you know, mm-hmm. one thing if anybody gets anything out of this, find what works for you right. that's going to slow you down and, and give you just a little bit of space between the crazy world and um, zooming out into mm-hmm. it. One of my favorite stories, Jack Cornfield uh, says in one of his books is, one of his neighbors had mentioned to him that um, she had walked the path from her house to the lake. Um, It's about six miles and she she had done it in four hours. And he said, oh wow. And she said, but that's not my best time. My best time was just under eight hours. And I stopped to smell the flowers and to watch a turtle and to do all these beautiful things. And I just think that that's really what mindfulness is about yeah. slowing mm-hmm. down and enjoying mm-hmm. each and every moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And it carries over into the rest of our lives and not, you know, we talk about that when we're on our yoga mats. I mean, when you're here, we're on the mat and we cultivate, you know, the space and we cultivate the physical part, but we take those little minutes, you know, at the beginning of classes we all teach, so we always give everybody a few minutes. And so, you know, not only when you're sitting and you're doing your mat, but just you're walking, like you said, the grocery store, which, as Penny and I talked about earlier, you. Nobody heard this but us, but we do not like to grocery shop. It's this challenge for me. I get a little agitated, so bring it in. Breathe, stand there, kind of like you said, take yourself out of the me, me, me. It's all, why are there 14 people in line, you know, have the experience.
2: So are you experienced in um, other forms of
1: meditation?
0: I, well, right now I'm currently is... Again, I've tried different things for different year over the years, and it just it hasn't clicked with me. I have a very, um, I, I deal well, I deal better with structure. I mean, I'm, I'm a very organized person. I have, you know, I, I keep the post it company in business because <laughs> I have notes and post it's everywhere, but it helps keep me balanced and focused in my, my business life. So, um, transcendental meditation. Uh, I've heard about it for years, for years. I mean, if anyone remembers way back when, this is what the Beatles went to India to learn. And I kind of just pushed it back, pushed it back, pushed it back. Because there is, I mean, truth be told, there's a cost. There is a cost to take this training. Mm-hmm. And I pushed it away and I pushed it away. Well, they realized that the cost was too much. So they reduced the cost. So I went to an introductory. There's um an office out in Troy, Michigan at 16 and Crooks. Amazing couple, um, Jim and Linda. And I went to one of their introductory classes, it's free. And I said, all right, this is for me. And there's a, you have to go there four days in a row. Now their style of meditation, which is, you talked a little bit about mm-hmm. Cindy, mantra meditation. So they give each one a individual specific mantra. It's two words, it's in Sanskrit. And we're not supposed to tell anybody what our mantra is. And you talk to them a little bit beforehand and they get to know where you're coming from and they give you a mantra. There's a whole bunch of different categories of mantras. And they give you a mantra that's specific for you and your needs. And so for 20 minutes, you repeat the mantra to yourself. You, if thoughts come up, no big deal. If you have to scratch your nose, you have to scratch, you scratch your nose. If you realize that maybe you listened to the mantra once in your head and the other, you know, um, 19 minutes was groceries were, it's okay. So to me, this really, really spoke to me because it was user friendly, it was non-judgmental in my mind, and it was structured. I didn't have to think what I was going to do. Boom, here's your mantra, boom, here you're sitting. So the way they teach TM is you have your to get the full benefits of it, you do it twice a day, 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at night. Which is funny, because I was the person that didn't have time to do it once a day. Now, oh, shoot, I have time to do it 20 minutes a day, because I see the benefits of it. And I did it, I started doing TM last October, and I missed it once.
2: Wow.
0: When Cindy and I were on vacation, we had a retreat. <laughs> <was> my fault. <laughs> we were at a retreat in California. Yes. And we were doing it together, mm-hmm. um... I'm going to let Cindy share her experience about TM, but we were doing it together. And it's a good thing to do. That's the other thing. Meditation is good to do in a group of people Mm -hmm. because you're sharing energy, whether it's TM or not. But all of a sudden, we're in the hotel room, and it's like 11 o'clock at night. We're on California time. We're all fried. And all of a sudden, Cindy goes, we didn't do our TM. I said, well, I ain't doing it now. But I'm consistent with it. Partly because okay, I invested financially to it, so mm-hmm. that's an investment, and I see the results.
2: Thanks. What sort of results are you seeing?
0: Oh my gosh, Penny. Um, just things don't. Things roll off my back. Easier. You said what do you say? Like I'm like a duck now. Things just roll well, off my back. Things just roll right off my back. I mean, the, the, I mean, again, stuff is going to happen. Shit happens, people. Mm-hmm. But I don't get okay. I'm going to use an example with my grandson. Anyone that's As a grandparent knows, we use any shameful moment to talk about our grandchildren. (laughs) Sorry. We were babysitting little Wyatt last weekend. He's five months old. Real attached to his parents at this age. So grandpa and I took him to the park. We took him walking. We did this. He was laughing, cooing. We got him home. He realized we weren't his parents. (laughs) So he cried for an hour and a half straight. Mm. And I was fine. I was not agitated. I'm trying to get him to breathe. I have him against my chest. And I didn't get agitated. I mean, just other things in my life. It's like, oh, okay, it happened. So things just—nothing's a mountain anymore. Right. Nothing's a mountain. Okay, I'm done.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Cindy Sturt. Cindy's Oh turn. no, no, that's okay. Um, I uh, I practiced TM as well. Um, I did mine last November. I think it was uh-huh. after you had done yours. And um, I. I I too like structure, I'm very organized, I mean, you know, I like everything I need to know, I need lists, I need things like that, and it helped me as well, pretty much the same thing that you said, you know, they tell you what to do, they tell you, here's your mantra, this is what you're going to do, I loved the bubble thing, it was like, okay, because you know, you get trapped in the thoughts, and the thoughts, and the thoughts, it's like, you know, they happen, and our brains don't stop, they really just don't stop. I have found, and I wish I had found this type of meditation when my kids were younger because I think I would have been a lot less intense when they were. Um, they still turned out okay, so it's fine, um, you know, like without my without my meditation. But um, again, I just find that even if I do have an emotional response to something, even if I do get upset, it's less in its intensity and it doesn't last as long. Exactly, exactly. You know, I mean, I still will be emotional about something but it's less intense. And then I noticed the more I practice, the longer the time comes, it just, it gets less and less and less. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. even noticed, and I was telling a girlfriend um, just yesterday, she needs to do this. I mean, she's got some huge stuff going on. And I said, you know, how about if we just go to the introductory class? Mm-hmm. Just, I'll go with you. You can sit and listen. I said, I think it would help you so much. She's like, I don't have time to meditate. I said, yeah, and that's what everybody says. We don't have time to meditate. I said, but you know, you fine? You fine? who is it that says everybody
2: should meditate for an hour a day unless you don't have that the Dalai Lama, the Dalai Lama. unless you don't have <laughs> yeah, the time and then you
1: should meditate, meditate for, two for two hours, hours. Yeah. yeah the Dalai, yeah. Lama. The Dalai yeah. Lama says uh, that um, but yeah I mean it's, yeah TM has been an amazing I mean the community's amazing we're gonna put a link
0: um, for a video by the name it's 20-minute video by the a name of the gentleman of Bob Roth and he gives like a 20-minute intro about what tra- mm-hmm. transcendental meditation is TM mm-hmm. and again this is what works for Cindy and I. Mm-hmm. The mindfulness space works for Penny. Mm-hmm. Guided meditation works for somebody else. Yep. Mala beads work for somebody else. That's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Whatever works for you. But don't, I mean, don't stop trying to find something. Mm-hmm. I love it when someone comes to me in class and they'll go, oh, you know, I can't meditate. I says, well, you've betrayed Well, that one time six years ago. And <laughs> yeah, I just can't, I can't do it. Yeah. Well. Yeah, you it's repetition, it's consistency. Mm-hmm. It's it's repetition and consistency. Muscle memory. Yeah, bingo. You right. got it. Muscle you
1: got memory. it. Now have you tried I mean, have you tried other types of meditation before you found your mindfulness? Oh yeah, there? no.
2: And even with mindfulness being my usual go to, um, if I'm completely anxious and unfocused, I will do something like a mala. Okay. Uh-huh. So that I've got that tactile. Yeah. Yes. I've got that something me in my too. fingers. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. And um and then sometimes, you know, it's not just sitting up. Sometimes it's laying down mm-hmm. you know, I'm having that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always caution people if they're meditating, laying down, make sure you're not so tired. I mean, one of the reasons yeah. we do sit up is so that we can stay awake. Right. <laughs> sometimes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah, no, I have fallen asleep sitting up doing my TM. I will, and, uh, I can be, I will, you know. And dance. that's, I've done the same thing. And they t- yeah. they tell us that's okay. That's what yeah, your body awesome. needed to do. Yeah. Your body needs that shutdown, you know. You need shut down
0: there is a documentary on HBO I I I don't know if it's still there but it's called a nation under stress and we were talking earlier about you know the benefits of meditation but what this documentary does it tells what happens when we don't take care of ourselves so you know heart disease cause of death is what heart disease Mm -hmm. Where does the heart disease come from stress Mm -hmm. cause of death alcoholism What's the underlying cause of the alcoholism, stress? Um, opioids, drug, What's the underlying cause or reason for the use of those those stress? Mm-hmm. So every this documentary is amazing because the medical field is finding that all these causes are de- of death. You know, the underlying cause of that cause was stress. Mm-hmm. And meditation, Helps us get rid of. It helps us deal with stress in a healthy way. Life is always going to come at us, people. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be obstacles and bumps and walls. That's life. Mm -hmm. But when you learn how to deal with that, I mean, like, like we said in the beginning, I, I could, we could sit here for hours and hours, and I can, you know, the three of us can give people all these tips and tidbits, and we can guide you, and we can give you videos to watch you have to do the work Mm -hmm. you have to do the work yeah we yeah it starts with us
1: we have we all have work to do
0: all of us you know there's no i'm sorry guys there's no magic pill (laughs) there's no there's no magic switch to flip you have to sit down and do the work Mm -hmm. but once you do the work oh my gosh it's not work anymore to share with you the last two paragraphs of that. I was talking a little bit earlier about Charlie Chaplin and his wisdom and then the name of this, I have it in front of me, it's called, um, As I Begin to Love Myself by Charlie Chaplin. So I'm sure if you, you type it in, Google it, you'll find it. But the last two ones, as I began to love myself, I recognized that my mind can disturb me and it can make me sick. But as I connected it to my heart, my mind became a valuable ally. Today, I call this connection wisdom of the heart. We no longer need to fear arguments, confrontations, or any kind of problems with ourselves or others. Even stars collide, and out of their crashing, new worlds are born. Today, I know that is life.
1: thanks everybody for joining us today for our podcast on meditation. Um, we could have sat here for hours doing this, but, um, in the next, you know, time period, we're going to release some meditations for you to enjoy, um, as well, short little guided meditations, Teresa and I will do that. Um, and if you have any questions or anything, you can post them, I think on the, on the website, comments, suggestions, please do, you know, we'd love to hear what's going on. And, um, thanks. We'll talk to you again soon.